an old lady. And one of the things I was told when I was a young lady, that when you're an old lady, you'd go through this thing called menopause. And you'd be all emotional and you'd get fat and you'd get hot flushes and and you just wouldn't like your life very much because you were old. Well, we have this funny story at our house because I said to my husband at one stage, I think I've gone through menopause, haven't had a period for a little while, haven't had one since, so I presume that I have. But it's interesting because nothing, no hot flushes, no weight gain, no emotions, no nothing. Why is that? The other thing I was told when I was a teenager is that at one time of the month, you would get miserable and grumpy and get a headache and feel horrible and bloated and be all emotional. That never happened to me either. And there ask, or there I ask the question, can we be in control of our emotions or do our emotions have to control us? That's simply the hormonal system. The emotion system is the hormones in our body. They control everything, including how we feel and how we react or respond to everything. Isn't that exciting that we've got an endocrine system? But the question is, does your endocrine system have to control how you feel or can you be so fit and strong and so in control of your endocrine system that you get to decide how you feel? Now, what am I doing out here in the garden? One of the things that does happen to me on a regular basis is I feel emotions. I get angry, I get frustrated, I get annoyed. I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm uh, ecstatic, I'm amazing, I'm awesome, and sometimes I'm just bloody shitty. So when I feel shitty, when I feel emotional, when I feel angry, when I feel frustrated, when something's annoying me, this is my weapon of choice now. Now, I used to punch a bag, and I still do if it's raining outside, uh, sprint up hills, skip rope, still do that. But this has become my weapon of choice now for controlling my emotions. Because fresh air and sunshine, of course, all energy comes from the sun. Isn't that exciting? So if you get outside, you're always going to feel better. So if you feel emotional, if you feel sad, and I'll use the word emotion very broadly because there's happy emotions and sad ones. But I don't want to be ecstatically happy and out of control either. There's, uh, there's names for that where you go from one extreme to the other where you're really happy and really sad. I would just like to be really happy all of the time but uh, at an even uh, keel. So I feel good all the time. How about you? I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be grumpy. How about you? Now, there is an argument there that some people enjoy that process. Uh, the psychologists and psychiatrists often share with me that some people get a lot out of being depressed, being unhappy, being emotional because they get a reward from that. Somebody uh, has sympathy for them. Somebody looks after them. I'm just not that person. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I just want to be the person that's in control of my emotions, and that's what I'm here for today because there's some things that we do have complete control over. When you get really puffed and when you lift really heavy, when you overload your muscles and bones, when your body thinks it's going to die, when you're under threat, that's called the uh, fight and flight system. The ultimate emotion is I've got to get the hell out of here to stay alive or I've got to turn and fight. I've got to turn and fight to stay alive. Now, we don't do too much of that anymore, do we? It's one of the reasons why uh, the experts have suggested that suicide has become more commonplace because we're not aiming to survive anymore. Before uh, we were comfortable as human beings living life, life was all about staying alive. We didn't want to die. 
uh, in the African tribes, they'll often, and Africans have shared with me quite passionately, that suicide is just non-existent because when you're living every single day trying to stay alive, uh, there's no thought of, I want to die. It's all about uh, survival. And that's what the human body's designed to do. It's designed to survive. But not just to survive, we're designed to thrive. Yeah, we're designed to be fit, we're designed to be strong. And both of those things give you a happy brain, which means we're actually designed to be happy. So the question is, what are you doing every day? Not three days a week. I really find it fascinating that exercise programs have become, well, exercise three times a week or exercise for 150 minutes a week and it doesn't matter which days you do it. When people say to me, Rowie, how often do you exercise? My answer is always the same, every time I want to feel good. But to me, exercise is not about plod jogging, 45-minute class, going to the gym three times a week. Exercise is getting puffed, really puffed so you can't breathe. And that's why I do this really hard. It's a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. That's my intermittent training in the garden. <laughs> to get really puffed and I'm forcing my body to think that it's under threat. Because when you're under threat, your body produces uh, epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol. Cortisol is an awesome pain-killing drug so that you can keep going. Your, your brain produces endorphins, which is the ultimate pain-killing chemical. It's like morphine, heroin, cocaine, uh, marijuana all joined together. Uh, your body produces everything that you need to get away from the threat or to turn and fight the threat. So if you're not under threat, if you're not under stress, if you haven't got wild animals chasing you, then the idea is to create your own threat, <laughs> which is get really puffed, lift really heavy, punch a bag, do something that gets you overloaded. Endocrine system, central nervous system, muscles and bones, heart and lungs, so that your body goes, oh my God, get her the hell out of there, or turn and fight so that she stays alive. Now the the opposite response to that, the beautiful thing that happens after I get my breath back, was as you can see, I get my breath back pretty quickly. That's because I'm fit and strong. But what happens now is my brain is completely filled up with all the chemicals that make me feel good. My endocrine system now working in my favor is all about dopamine, reward drug. Good on you, Rowie, you overcame the threat. Serotonin, satisfaction neurotransmitter, I love my life. And even, doesn't matter what's going on, serotonin makes you feel good even if your life's crappy because it's a satisfaction drug. It's just awesome. I call it a drug because I'm addicted to it. I love dopamine rush. I love serotonin rush. As I shared, the uh, endorphin system is a pain-killing system designed to A, get rid of the pain and B, make you feel good. Wow, your own body produces that when you get puffed and when you lift heavy, when you work at 100% effort in the phosphate system. It doesn't happen with plod jogging. It doesn't happen with walking on the beach gently, enjoying the sunshine. There's a slight change in brain chemistry, but not enough to get that in control of your emotions. Then, of course, brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, fertilizer for your brain. When you get really puffed and when you lift really heavy, when you have to get into that fight-and-flight phosphate system, the ultimate control of your emotion is that you've got a strong brain. You've got a mentally tough, strong brain. And that comes from BDNF, which pumps into your brain at a rapid rate when you get really puffed. So now you can think clearly. You can make better decisions. You can decide to be in control of your emotions, not the other way around. So it's just kind of like a beautiful circle. I don't like to, to use catch-22 because that's somebody else's words and I don't like using other people's words. But that beautiful circle of, I feel stressed. Get puffed, lift heavy. 
overload your muscles and bones, overload, overload your emotional system, it thinks you're going to die. So it gets you the hell out of there or gives you the energy to fight or pick or rake or lift heavy things or punch bag or skip rope or run up and down the driveway. Then you get this uh, hormonal response of you feel fantastic, congratulations, because you overcame the threat. You are satisfied with your life. We gave you the painkillers to get rid of that experience, so now you feel fantastic. Endorphin rush, that happy drug rush. And for next time, when you put your body under threat, we want you to be better. And that's what brain-derived neurotrophic factor is all about. It's about making your brain better for the next threat that comes along, because the threat might be bigger next time. It might be more dangerous. It might be a bigger tribe of wild people chasing you. Life is going to throw bigger challenges at us, and it's also been suggested by, depending on who you believe in, that we're only given what we can handle. So if we're weak and frail, we hope that that life doesn't give us too much to handle. But if you're strong and tough... Your body wants to get stronger and tougher. Why is it that elite athletes wants to get, want, to, want to get faster? Powerlifters want to lift heavier. Elite athletes want to kick further, jump higher, do more. Mountain climbers want to go to higher mountains because the human brain is designed to achieve. So that happens when you overload your muscles and bones, overload your brain, fill your brain with brain-derived neurotropic factors so that you think more clearly, make better decisions, and that comes from neuroplasticity, change of brain. Yay! You can actually think differently when you're fit and strong. You can think more powerfully. You can think more positively. Then we have our neurogenesis. So you can actually drop off the old brain cells and grow new ones so that you've now got a really powerful brain that can handle challenges. So you can control your own emotions. So what am I doing out here? Yes, I'm getting fit. Yes, I'm getting strong. But what I'm really doing is I'm controlling my female emotions. Uh, We often get accused as females as being very emotional. I often get accused of the opposite. Roe, you're not very emotional. No, I'm not because every time I get angry or frustrated or annoyed, emotional, I go and do something about it. I don't go and eat chocolate and I don't go and lie in the lounge and I don't feel sorry for myself and I don't say, oh, I'm depressed. I pick up my pick or I pick up my skipping rope, or I pick up my wheelbarrow that's full of rocks, and I go do some heavy, hard puffing and some heavy, hard lifting, and after that, it's actually impossible to feel sad. You cannot feel sad when your brain is filled with brain-derived neurotropic factor, dopamine, serotonin. If I'm running with my dogs, I get oxytocin. Uh, They're the things that make us feel good, and they don't have to come from a pill. There are manufacturers of pills that have tried to produce those, but the best way to feel good is to get puffed and lift heavy. So if you want to be in control of your emotions and not have them control you, every time you feel like crap, every time you have an emotional explosion, go and do something that forces you to do something at 100% effort. doesn't matter what it is because your heart and lungs are blind, muscles and bones are blind, endocrine system, central nervous system are blind, but they don't know what you're doing. All your body responds to is overload. And if you overload at 100%, you'll get 100% effort. You'll get 100% result. The side effect, of course, is you'll get fit and strong and have great hair, great skin, great nails, a lean body. You'll fight germs, bugs, viruses and diseases. You'll have a fast metabolism and you'll just have a great bloody life. So be in control of your emotions, not the other way around. Wouldn't that be bloody awesome? Woohoo! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 